Welcome back. Retail therapy. My name's Will DeFreeze. Barrett Dudley, how are we doing today? We're doing great, man. Uh, you know, tis the season. Tis the season. It's the, uh, it's the holidays. It's officially the holidays. It's weird. We just blew past one, you know? Mm-hmm. Had a great little week. Put the Christmas tree up. Mm-hmm. I can tell that you're in, in uh, holiday mode because you walked in here today wearing a beanie, which yeah. is not something I see a lot out of you. Yeah, right. But it makes me happy because I have also been kind of on my beanie grind lately. A- am I giving gnome? Uh, yeah. Am I doing a little? Am I doing a little gnome core? I, th- I think like I'm a little fancy tie dye gnome, right? Mm-hmm. You know, with my with my I'm I'm. It's not really it's it's not earth colors for me. No, it's not red. It's not red hat. But I'm just like a cool little gnome that's doing like a blue thing and like a, an experimental tie dye thing. You're like more of like a, a Nordic gnome or something. Yeah. Like you're not yeah. in like the you're not chilling in like a tree or anything. No, you're no, more no. like yeah. You're like kind of like, like cool. A, maybe on like a glacier. Okay. Yeah. Glacial gnome core. Glacial gnome core. Yeah. Randy, but, it looks um, like yeah, gnome, given, gnomes got brought up, and Randy hopped <laughs> it's right. It's given in. a little uh, fishmonger you got going. Oh uh, yeah, on. yeah. Okay. All right. Maybe a, a fish fishing gnome. Maybe yeah, I'm, you could go lobster fisherman. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's some there's some blue lobsters out there. It's true. Uh, but yeah, what's what's? Do you have a Christmas aesthetic? Decor wise, do you do you think you have a, a Christmas aesthetic? I don't know. Growing up, I feel like my dad always had a pretty targeted way of decorating everything. Yeah, like he was always kind of the leader in the clubhouse when it came to making sure that we were all decorated for the holidays. He's always been very good at decorating. Like my so my dad uh, owned a line of retail stores for a long time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he would always get very obsessed with doing the. The window displays. Yeah, the build-outs, yeah. And so, like, we would do a window contest in our town every year. And one year, my dad decided to to really go all in on doing the window display. And when they did the public announcement of who won the, the, the best window for retail stores, he got second place. And he told me that he had really put a lot of effort into this one particular window. And so... Uh, when he got second place, he asked the the judge, who I think was a buddy of his, why he got second place and not first place based on the windows that he was seeing. Wait, I'm sorry. This was he got second place in a contest that his own stores were running. No, it was between all the stores in town. So he just had one store. Oh, okay, okay, got and it. So got it, got uh, it, got the it, window okay. for the store yes. that he owned was was really sense. good. Yeah. And and so when he asked his his friend or acquaintance or whoever the judge was about it, uh, it's a small town, so you kind of know everybody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The judge said, well, you, you've gotten first place like every year for the past 20 years. We had to give it to somebody else. And that just lit my dad on fire from there. Uh-huh. And I saw him chuck the second place plaque into the garbage. <laughs> um, and so like there's always been a very high bar to reach when it comes to Christmas at the DeFries wow. household, okay. which actually right. I think stunts me a little bit more. We're more classical. Like we're like a spode glass uh, just like kind of exploded in our apartment and went everywhere. Google's Spode glass. Come on, you'll you'll recognize the Spode Christmas Christmas stuff. This this fits right into the cozy aesthetic that we're trying to achieve today. S P O D E. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Got like it, you've got seen it. this around people's yeah, yeah. places. Sure. Sure. Yes. Every year, Sally's yes. parents or you I might think, have some mold wine in one of these. You just never know. Yeah. You know? Right. And uh, the great thing about Spode Christmas stuff is that it's all hand washable, and uh, when everyone wants to be drinking out of that all the time, especially yeah, right. you know Sally. Um, I just found myself hand washing stuff. No, you can't have that. No, yeah. no. What's your Christmas aesthetic? We, I, I don't think we have one. That's why I asked. That's why I asked the question. Like the the the, the Christmas decor in our place is very very kind of contained to the living area mm-hmm. and spills out a little bit into the to the to the front room and the hallway, but like does not extend into any of the bedrooms or the kitchen or anything like that. So it's very it's reserved. I want to say it's like 
I was trying to describe it as maybe a little bit Danish, maybe a little bit uh, you know artisanal. Mm-hmm. It's 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 wood. It's got some some wood decorations. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's definitely not like modern American Christmas. You know what I mean? There's no. See, I think we're more modern American. There's Christmas. no tinsel. There's no like big flashy greenery. No, I'm on know, that, that. I'm on that, that, that Norman Rockwell grind. That type of thing. And uh, you know, we it's it's something we got to work on. We need to hone in on our on what our Christmas aesthetic is. We don't even have like a, a topper for our Christmas tree. We we just use a cowboy hat every year because right. we keep forgetting to get one. And then we're like, I guess we can just do the cowboy that's hat. That's your again. that's your thing now. But I think n- you're I think you're I think that's that's your thing now. I think it is. We've done it every yeah. single year. We've been married every every single year we live together. And I think at this point we just need to be cowboy hat on top of the tree. People, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Uh, I think. Barrett, I don't know if you're doing any uh, gems on your fingers or anything. Is mm-hmm. that, if that's why you have something covering it? No, it's not. This is okay. a little a little cut from uh, from from the week of of chopping and washing my hands too much and mm-hmm. dry hands and probably slicing it on a knife or something. I'm not sure. We are playing injured today. Barrett's yeah. got his his hand injury. Uh, right, right. I still think you might have gem. You might be getting a fingernail piercing. That, I mean, I, I wouldn't tell you. Right. I, I, I don't want to ruin the surprise. Or you just have one single fingernail painted like Pete Davidson <laughs> or something, and you're trying to cover it up so I don't out you. Uh, I am. I'm recording right now with a bandage on my ear that makes it look like I got like a piercing up here. Uh-huh. And like the more I look at it in the mirror, the more I'm like, wait, should I get a piercing over get here? A piercing? Yeah. No, I just yeah. scratch my ear and it won't stop bleeding. Yeah. So if you're watching on YouTube at youtube.com slash Sunday Scaries podcast, thank you for watching there. Uh, but also, yeah, I don't have a piercing, unfortunately, as much as I'd like to get one. That, that, that I'm glad you just, you nipped that rumor in the bud because it was definitely going to get started. Yeah. Uh, and instead, people are just going to refer to this, to this podcast as like your Jordan flu game. Yeah. Basically, you yeah. Know, like. In the past with, two weeks, I've gotten an ear inju- injury. Playing with the injured ear is uh, that's 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 tough. But I'm glad you're I'm glad you're here, and I'm glad you're dedicated to overcoming the uh, the obstacle. I've really just had some existential crises lately between like having an ear injury as a podcaster, and then I lost my voice like two weeks ago, yeah. which would have absolutely devastated my career as a podcaster. Did you lose your voice yelling at a University of Texas football game? I don't know what I lost my voice mm. from. I, I had a little. I, I I was actually talking to you at one point earlier in the day, and my voice just went out in the middle of a sentence which i don't think some people realized in the room wow i just started coughing and then uh i i I went to a concert later that night Mm -hmm. and i think that really was the icing on the cake when it came to losing the voice i wasn't hooting and hollering but you know when you're trying to you know your buddy and go dude they're they're good this is good you you were yelling some lyrics exactly no 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 come on no i don't like to yell lyrics like i i've always been very I've always been pretty reserved at concerts when it comes to... I only yell when the entire crowd is implored to yell like a line from a song. Mm -hmm. So like... So when you went to the Taylor Swift Eras tour, you weren't just screaming every every word of every folklore I wasn't screaming every word. I was just screaming. Yeah. That was the... That that was hands down the loudest, loudest I've ever heard. But now I'm I'm officially uh, and happily um, friendship braceleted up. I've got my heirs to her uh, friendship bracelet on today. Nice. I usually don't wear jewelry, yeah. but you know, a listener sent it here, so I was like, I, I got to rock it. Wow, I'm going to rock it for all times now. I mean, earrings, jewelry, like who? Who is this guy? Accessory that will that could that be I'm a problem. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't wear very many accessories. I don't even have my wedding ring on right now. Like, I, it's <laughs> it's tough for me to wear stuff regularly, which is why I don't have a watch. I need a timepiece. Yeah. Today might get a little cozy. Mm. I don't know why. I mean, I kind of know why, because it's the holidays. It's the holidays. And, and I was just, here. I was going through brisk. stuff, and I was like, man, I just feel like there's a lot of things that need to get talked about that fall into the cozy uh, umbrella. And I think we just got to put them all in one place today. But if you're trying to make your situation a little more cozy at home, boy, oh boy, do we have news for you. Uh, I'm very excited to announce that the Retail Therapy Candle 
uh, has dropped, and it smells absolutely phenomenal. That's right. Uh, you've probably already seen that they dropped. Uh, I think we've sold about half of them at this point. So there are still some available. If you want to shop them, go to velabox.com slash Sunday scaries. Uh, you can buy as many as you want. It's got suede, black pepper, clove, saffron, uh, cedar, patchouli, smoked tonka, glowing embers, a type of wood. I don't even know how to say. It's very what, retail. Gayak wood. Is that the one? Something I don't like know. That? I kind of think that we, we need to have something we can't pronounce in about, this yeah, to if, keep it on brand. Yeah. If there was an element to this candle, if we could just pronounce every single one of them flawlessly, I don't think it would have been fancy enough. Like my, my favorite sense from the Sunday Scaries candles overall have always been um, just as an everyday scent, the New York in the fall. I love the scary Christmas seasonal scent. The retail therapy candle is the new hot one in the rotation. Uh, I have two arriving in the mail today, and I absolutely cannot wait to start it's burning really, it around the crib. I, you know, I got some advanced copies because I just I have it like that. Mm -hmm. And, um, it, you know, shouts to Velibox, of course. I've been burning. I've been burning it. And I've had it. I, I did it in the bathroom while we were hosting Thanksgiving, you know, in our guest bathroom. Just created an unbelievable atmosphere in there. Love it. For, for all of my guests. Uh, and, uh, and then I've also done it in, in our living room and it, it's, I described it on my Instagram as it reminds me of like, kind of like a swanky ski lodge or maybe mm. like a very cozy, chic hotel lobby bar, mm -hmm. you know, maybe, in, maybe you're in New York and you walk into the, you know, a little lot, a little lobby bar, you sit down on a plush leather couch and you mm -hmm. just, you feel really good about the brand new suede jacket that you just bought that's sitting in your shopping bag, something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Can I paint a picture? You can. Yeah. You can. You're and painting it very nicely. That's what it smells like. And it's it's uh I it's um it's it's great. It's amazing. It's the vibiest candle yet to be uh yeah. released in this collection so far. Go check it out. We had a lot of fun putting it together. Uh it's been a long time coming. I it feel like we've been yes, working on this yeah. for months now. we 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 took our time developing it. You know, we were in the lab. So. Our intent was never to re release it around the holidays, but it just kind of that's what that's the way the cookie it crumbled. worked out. It worked out, yeah. It would make a great gift. It's a beautiful vessel. Is this the first time that uh that uh, that Scaries has put out a, a a black vessel, right? Yeah. Like a you know, like the 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 kind of. I like the dark color. Yeah, the dark color. I enjoy it. It's fun. Yeah, it's nice. It's a little change of pace. Go check it out. Support the podcast. But before we get into today's episode, let's hear from our friends over at Masterclass. Masterclass was always something that I heard about, always something I saw, but I never really took the dive. And then when they hopped on board, I was so glad that I actually had the opportunity to do so. I signed up for a few different ones. I'm not sure if you've heard of these people, Barrett. I don't know, Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah, I've heard a little of teaching about mm -hmm. writing. Anna Wintour on creativity and leadership. They even have Massimo Vittura with Italian cooking. He teaches you how to make tortellini. But when I started signing up, I was like, okay, I actually want things that are I, – I was a little worried that if I went totally out of the box, I would do something that I didn't really truly want to do. So I was like, what if instead I started taking some of these courses and I would uh, just kind of bolster some of the things that I already do in my everyday life? And that's why I went to like the Malcolm Gladwell writing when it comes to character building or just writing in general. I thought the most interesting one was the interviewing portion of how to interview people it's just super, it just makes you feel a little more confident when it comes to just pretty much everything. Masterclass makes a meaningful gift this season for you and anyone on your list because both uh, both of you can learn from the best uh, to become your best, from leadership to effective communication to cooking. So whether you're watching Masterclass on TV, listening in audio mode, in the app, or somewhere on their site, the quality speaks for itself. It's like Masterclass instructors, your own personal mentors that are going to help you reach the next level. 
how much would it cost you to take a one-on-one -on -one class with the world's best? Easily hundreds to thousands of dollars, but with Masterclass's annual membership, it's $10 a month. Membership started $120 per year from limited access to one-on-one -on -one classes with all 180 plus Masterclass instructors. So you can learn how to negotiate a raise with Chris Voss, or you can manage your relationships with Esther Peril. Just go make it happen. You can even, and like I said, it boosts your confidence with practical takeaways that can apply to your life, both uh, your personal life and at work. I think, if anything, I kind of like the work side of things. This holiday season, give a one or give one annual membership and get one free at masterclass.com/scaries. Right now, you can get two memberships for the price of one at masterclass.com/scaries. Again, masterclass.com/scaries. Offer terms apply. Vera. I want to get cozy. Oh, is it time for yeah. is it time to, for a little cozy chat? I'm not saying I want to like, like, I mean, I kind of do want to get on a couch and like get up under a blanket. Maybe right, we should have right. done, maybe we should have yeah. done a remote recording today. Yeah, that, yeah, that could have been good. But if anyone out there is wondering what we're about to do today, it's just a lot of cozy stuff. <laughs> um, and this was really all inspired today by one, one company that kind of just had ripple effects. And that company is Birkenstock. Uh, I, but I, but I do think that you, you might, Mean UG on some of these? I think you mean both, actually. There's both. There's yeah, both. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I did have something incorrect on here. But Birkenstock, um, I'm wearing my... Well, my Birkenstocks, of course. Yes. Of course. I'm wearing my, my clogs today for the first time in a long time. I've heard some murmurs lately that uh, people are saying Boston's are out. And I, I don't really know what to do with this information because mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. it's more of, more of murmurs and not actual like law. Have you seen any uh, naysayers on the, the Birkenstock Boston... Uh, train out of town no I, I i really i have not seen as much of this chatter okay. but it's but it also doesn't come as a as a huge surprise as you know people people just like to be they like to front run they like to be out ahead of the trends mm -hmm. and so when one has been around for you know two two three years or so and and has really kind of like reached its apex perhaps people uh that you know some of them out there just feel the need to jump out ahead and kind of like say it's over or dead it uh Prematurely, I would say. Like with sambas, <sighs> everyone exactly, trying to kill sambas. Exactly. Like, that's, exa that's exactly right. Let people samba. Uh, but but no, I think um, you know a shoe like the Birkenstock Boston. It's really not a fad. It just becomes part of the zeitgeist and 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 kind of trends that way for for multiple years at a time. So um, yeah, I, you know, I had I wore my pair of Bostons just this past just this past weekend, and I did. I will say. I wore them in a cozy situation. They, I like, we were going over to a friend's house to drink some wine and sit around a fire, and uh, and I threw on jeans and a sweatshirt in my Birkenstock Bostons. I actually right? had that, that. That was that. So it's it's you know I I do I don't find myself wearing them on a daily basis as like a daily you know going. I can't. Like, I can't for some reason. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. Know? It's like I just can't um, do it, especially with with socks is actually more difficult. But when I'm feeling very relaxed and very chill and very like like I just need something to slip on, but I don't want a full on like, you know, house slipper or something like that. Like that's when Boston's hit the hit the hardest for me. I think that's probably a fair that's a fair way of looking at it. Like I'm wearing them today, and I'm knowing I know that I'm not going to walk more than a thousand steps right. today yeah. in these. It's just <laughs> simply not happening. Yeah. yeah. Have you been doing anything cozy lately before we uh, yeah. talk about some of these um, things on the list? You know, I you, I think. Uh, well, I wanted to kind of to, to talk about um, 
I'm going to just kind of skip ahead a little bit here and just okay. and just go right to the pajamas because <laughs> they, 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 they're on this list of, of cozy things. And Please tell me you're wearing high-end no, pajamas. No, I'm not. There's no high-end pajamas in my life, and I don't think that there ever will be. But I, but I still – I love getting cozy at home. And I don't know if I've ever talked about this on this podcast, but I've probably asked a, a question of something or kind of gone in this direction a little bit. But like generally when I get home, from from whatever it is, from a dinner out, from work, from from wherever it might be, and I am dressed, mm-hmm. you know, in my my going out clothes and clothes that I like. I get home, I go to my bedroom, and I take all that stuff off, and I get into what I call my cozies, and what, or my you, com- or my comfies. Do you have go to comfies, or do you have or do you have just I mean, an I've arsenal a, of clothing? I've got an arsenal of comfies, but recently it's been like an old crew neck sweatshirt that I don't really care about. And any number in it of pairs of sweatpants, the pair, the pair that I've been in for the last week is a pair of Howler Brothers Melamono sweatpants. And, and that's, that's my cozy fit. And it's not going to get any nicer for me because I, I live with two young golden retrievers who make the, the, the general, you know, um, cleanliness level of my house just kind of in constant flux and disarray. I get it. So there's no, I, I can't even wear, black is not in my comfies arsenal. Can't sit down on the couch in anything black on, unless the couch has just been vacuumed and cleaned and brushed and chom-chomped. Um, chom-chomped. So, chom-chomped, yeah. What is chom-chomped? If you don't know what a chom-chom is, just Google the chom-chom, C-H-O-M-C-H-O-M. And it is Check a, out our Amazon list in the it's description. A, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a hair removal uh, device that I was put onto through a TikTok or a reel and it works, works like magic. It's truly magic. It's like a lint roller that doesn't need to be replaced ever. Okay. Yeah. Um, I could be in on the chom chom. It's pretty sweet. The chom chom is pretty good. Uh, but yeah, so I know I can't even wear black, black, black is no good for my comfies, but that's why, that's why I can't elevate into, into nice comfies, into beautiful robes or cool pajamas as badly as I might want to. Can we bring up some of the examples of pajamas that I've put here? Because yeah. like, I feel like more than ever, I'm, I feel like I'm seeing companies that normally wouldn't make something like Alex Mill has some pajamas here that I just don't see like a lot of people like immediately buying in our demographic. But then there's the part of me that's like, okay, like if you're, if you're a retail listener, if you like talking about shopping or listening to things uh, pertaining to shopping, you're probably somebody who would entertain buying some nice pajamas because you like nice things. You like new things. And like, I don't know. There's just, I, my dad, when I was younger, he had like pajamas, like old people have. And (laughs) somewhere along the line, people all stopped caring about actually having like clothes dedicated for getting in bed. Yeah. And now like, we're just wearing, like you said, old crewnecks. I'm wearing like the same pair. I've been wearing the same pair of boxers to bed for like I don't know, 12 years now. I, I do feel like there's been a push for a return to this. But again, it's like, I, it, this is this is houseware, right? And because I, who is getting in bed and sleeping in a full set of pajamas? Exactly. Like that's, I don't even, I, I can't even sleep with a t-shirt on without right. overheating. Yeah. I don't understand how these people are sleeping with like full like button down sh- flannel shirts. On. Like did, did people in the olden days, did they just, did they not toss and turn? They just got in bed on their backs and they just never, they didn't move for eight you could hours. Tell, you could tell me that's how people slept and in I the would, 1920s. Right, and, you, and you'd believe it. Yeah. You yes, just slept no. with your hands by your side. Hand by your side. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, like, and like, okay, and maybe this is just a functional thing for me, but I think part of the, my hiccups here is that, like, I don't even want them to be 
what they are in the current iteration. If I'm doing pajamas, I want it to be something that's like, I don't want a collar. I don't want buttons. I don't want cuffs. I don't even want them to be full length. I don't even want it to reach down to my like right, my right. my wrist or my ankles. I want these things to be like more cropped and kind of baggy so I can like, I don't not be feel like I'm just I'm draped in clothing at all times. Yeah, it's a little too put together. You mentioned that this is like that that we think about this is as something more for like, you know, a grandpa or or, or somebody from a completely different generation and that and that's still how they register to me. Um you know, like it it just it, even if I could be in nice clothes at my house, I would just want them to be nicer versions of what I'm already lounging in. Yeah. Like more luxe, you know, hoodies or crews or, 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 or sweats. I'm kicking, I'm absolutely kicking myself still that this has become, I'm wearing, I'm, I'm wearing my coziest piece of clothing today. I'm wearing a cashmere hoodie from Ame Leon door. Great work, Randy. And they sold pants with it, but like I had, I had a hard time justifying even buying the hoodie. So buying the pants with it, but now I'm like, man, I wish I would have just like bit the bullet and bought the the pants as well because then I would have had the ultimate cozy collection yeah, just going yeah, on. Yeah. But I just don't see a world where and I think I put a, a thread to a Derek Guy thing about fancy sleepwear that like there is an interest in it, but I just don't see this ever catching on with our generation given how we functioned for so long. I think, you know, you you've what you've also got listed here is robes. And I think robes have more I think I think that's what has legs. And the, you know, the very first photo in, in Derek Guy's thread is is a guy in, in a robe, and then so is the second. And that's where I could see something kind of catching a little bit more because it that kind of leans into the cozy loungewear that we're talking about. Do you have a robe? Ra- rather than like the formality and kind of fuddy duddy Ebenezer Scroogeness of like the full setup. That's what we need. We need the long hat, which feels like you need like a long cloth hat mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. right? You see that that guy wearing the hat to sleep. He wasn't rolling around. He was getting he no. was getting in that bed and he was locking down those sheets on top of him and he just wasn't. No. He was just still for eight hours. They probably took their sleeping pills were like actual hard <laughs> drugs, like just killing them for like nine hours at a time. Um, but, Do you own uh, a robe? No, I don't. I don't. I don't. Do you even have any own a robe. desire to ever own a robe? Yeah, so I'm not personally a robe guy, but I, I I've not ruled a robe out. I could see myself being more of a robe person. Do you, when you're at a hotel, do you go to see if they have robes in the I do, closet? I do, the first I thing do, I do. And and I, I I can't remember. I think at one point one of us put this on a on one of our gift guides. But the uh, the cloth robes. Mm-hmm. That that you see at the bunkhouse properties, yeah, they're like the they're like kind of light cotton in a serape stripe, yeah. typically Carpenter, Austin Motel, San Jose uh, or San Jose to Cristobal, and uh, the name is slipping my mind right now. You know, what, Hotel, you, San, Hotel Cristobal. San Cristobal. Thank you. Uh, that like that the those robes that are in all of those hotels, I quite like, and I, I so I'm almost. It's weird because it actually goes against our cozy vibes today because they're less cozy. It's weird, but, but I like the breeziness of them. Yeah, yeah, and and like I I so we have one of these at our place. We actually have the kimono robe that is from Hotel Magdalena. Okay, which, another, another bunkhouse property. Yep. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, I was completely incorrect. We have the one from Hotel Havana. So they have different stripes and different patterns for each hotel. Yep. And I'll make sure to link this too. I gave it to Sally as a gift a few years ago, and she said it was the best gift she's ever received. I don't think I've seen her wear it since then because she bought a new robe, so it couldn't have been that good of a gift. Um, but it is like a really nice robe. But like, um, 
I don't know. Like when I wear one of the thinner robes, I feel like I'm not getting the robe utility out of it. I want something a little cozier that's a little warmer, that's thicker, that like with these, I feel like I'm almost just I almost just have a blanket over my shoulders that's right. not really working. It's definitely more of a summer robe. And they are mostly at properties in very, very warm climates. You True. know what I mean? Like this is not the this is not the the fuzzy plush robe that you want to pull out if you're you know, staying in the mountains somewhere. I'm not trying to get all like data, but make it fashion-y like Sally does. But I will say that there has been an uptick in interest in robes. I did a segment on Sunday Scaries, I think last year about bathrobes and how millennials, like especially, are just much more likely to own robes these days. Okay, see, there you Hotels go. Hotels are spending more money on robes uh, in their as like amenities for their rooms. Uh, they're making sure that these robes all have like pockets for cell phones and things like that. Like they're really leaning into the robe thing. I like, part of me wonders if it's just like the the rise of the wellness culture mm -hmm, and people just mm -hmm. like, like people associate robes with wellness with and relaxing so relaxation. much. Yes, yes, yes. Like spas, all of that. Yep. And so I just like, I feel like so people are more, way more likely to spend good money on a robe as opposed to like nice pajamas, even though nice pajamas you could probably wear like, I mean, yeah. just as much. I, I, mean, I, I love the feeling of being in a cozy robe at a hotel. It's just my house doesn't feel like a hotel and therefore I, I don't have that same desire. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's Well, sometimes I'll put a robe on after because I don't know what I want to wear yet. So I'll just toss my robe on. And then it's so thick that I'll start sweating in it after <laughs> I get out of the shower. And I'm I, like, yes. it's, yeah, yeah. it's an actual problem. That's no good. Um. You uh you've you've linked here to us to to Mr. Porter's selection of robes, which are boy, you can spend as much as you would like on a robe. I, tell, I tell went you there, what. Tell I went there what. with the intent of finding overpriced robes, and I was shocked by just the median price of everything. <laughs> I mean, like this is just a terry cloth Bottega Veneta like green robe, seven hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Out the door. Terry cloth. Like they've guess got some fear of God ones one. that are over a thousand dollars. Wow. I think like, I mean, there, there are some real, I would like to take these ropes for a test run. If anyone at Mr. Porter's watching, uh, I'd love to visit your, your, whatever, your Maybe facilities. Maybe just send us a box of five yeah, or six yeah. of them. We could do yeah, a, We could yeah. do a robe haul. Sure. I, I could deal with that. Um, I did, I did my favorite robe that I own. We own three or four robes at our place. And my favorite one that I own is from a hotel. Like I just got in it and I was like, this feels good. It's got the hotel's logo on it. I'm just going to buy this and I'm just going to wear it into the ground forever. Um, the one thing that I have really wanted around the house lately that I don't have, and this is with, you know, another child in the mix, a dog who likes to eat things off the counter and stuff like that. I just feel my feet getting more and more dirty these days. <laughs> and I hate the feeling of just feeling grime underneath my feet. And so I've been looking for something. I don't know if I want slippers, but so I'm just going to say house shoes, mm -hmm. some shoes that never will touch dirt that is not inside of the house. And there's so many things popping up right now. Um, right now you have the Palace uh, UGG collaboration, yep. which I, I didn't think I would be very into, and I'm weirdly really into it. Uh, I think that, love them. I think it helps that the the campaign photos that they did for it are really good, but like it's just a really, really good collaboration, honestly. It's I, uh, the the embroidery all over kind of sp feels a little a little boatyish. Sure, sure. It it definitely has that 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 kind of artisanal, you know, handmade embroidery type thing. And then the 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 campaign photo in a full fit definitely 
has that look with the kind of mid-century modern uh, furniture and lighting and the wood-paneled walls and all that type of stuff. So is that, everyone going to start jacking Bodie's uh, editorial? Oh, stuff they have. They have <laughs> instead they of instead of Ames for the long time. Well, yeah, a lot of brands have been doing photo shoots that are eerily reminiscent of uh, of Bodie campaigns in that kind of like old probably... '60s collegiate wood paneling everything look. i could probably i could probably rattle off like three um, off the top of my head right now but i'm not going to do that because i'm nice yeah I'm uh, nice. but but i do but i i also think these are very playful and kind of devil may care and rakish which is also a signature palace thing you know like the the one of the embroideries is like a little devil baby right like mm -hmm. so they 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 still have a little attitude that i you it makes them kind of more youthful, honestly, than than something from Bodie. This is on the Tasman slipper, which has been pretty popular for the last couple of years. The thing, the thing is, and this I definitely used to talk about on Club Cool. The pair of house shoes that I have are Uggs, but they are like over a decade old because I cannot find anything that I like more. And I've ordered a bunch of stuff. I tried a pair of glare ups last year. I've tried stuff that's kind of full on fleeced on the inside, like these are, and my feet just overheat so that's, so fast. That's a that's a killer for it me. Immediately start sweating, and so uh, like right now, like basically my house shoes, which which again are slightly different than what you're saying because they are not, they are not well. So my my UGG the slippers that I just mentioned are kind of house only, but then at other times I use either a pair of Are You Ready, Randy, uh, the Ameliandor Garden Clog. Yeah, which do you, I do you own those? Yeah, which true I to size. Yeah. Okay. Which I really like, and then just a pair of EVA Birkenstock Arizonas, I have which are like, well. which are great. You know, very very easy, great for Texas weather. Slip on and, and move around in. But it, it's hard to find something for the winter months that like that kind of has the functionality that you want, but doesn't make your 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 feet overheat. And so it's it's kind of an ongoing mission to 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 find something that works a lot. I, I really like the this. The, the palace uh, UGG. I also, uh, we had an elder statesman robe up a minute ago and they had a really nice UGG collaboration as well that, that are even more homey and slippery here. Oh yeah. Uh, with oh, the, yeah. with the multicolored kind of patchwork look. But again, this is just, this is sweat city on my feet. That, right here. It, I can, uh, looking at that just makes my feet feel uncomfortable. How, what was the price tag on these? Elder I think these were like two fifty. It's way less expensive than I thought it was going to be based on what we know about elder statesmen. I mean, hey, only four interest-free payments of sixty-two fifty. So, wow! Yeah, shout I mean, out Karma. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think that was two fifty, uh, and they they did a little UGG mini too, which was kind of cool. But yeah, I the, the, I mean, there's there's no shortage of options out there. It's almost overwhelming, and I think that like the inability to just you know, I, the, at some point, I just need to try like ten pairs, but I just don't have the patience for it. And these old ass UGGs that I still have just kind of work still. So I've, I've, you know, I've not changed. I, I feel like maybe I'm just being a, a Scrooge here, but I, I feel like you could show me any pair of slippers and I could figure out something wrong with wrong them that with I don't them. like. Yeah. And yeah. it's really frustrating. The the most I've enjoyed something that could be possibly considered a house shoe was from uh, the Kith and Birkenstock uh, drop that I saw the Palace Ugg drop before I saw the Kith Birkenstock and the Kith Birkenstock somehow like dunked on it for me. And it's specifically the, the kind of brown color with the green, uh, trim. 
I don't know why, but now like I truly do want a pair of these to just tool around the house in and some sweatpants and call it a day. You can easily stand on a porch and let your dog out. It's just, I don't, there's something about these that I'm like, yeah, I get it. Like this is the first thing from Kith that I'm like actively trying to get for the first time in a while. Yeah. I like, I like the brown and green little beef and broccoli action uh, as they like to call it. (laughs) And I, I will note that very similar to the Ugg slippers that I refuse to get rid of. What this does nicely is the 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 shearling is just in the footbed. Yeah, the whole thing is not shearling, and I that that's a nice that's a nice move. That's good, you know, when you're not wrapping the entire foot in that in that blanket of warmth. That it, it helps to uh, to regulate the temperature a little bit better. I don't even I, these haven't actually released yet. No, no. And when these drop, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I, I think this is going to be a Christmasless item for myself. Yeah. I think I think we're finally in the in the territory of you know we're not in December yet when we record this, but we will when it uh, when it drops. But I, I think I need to uh, do no no spender no spend. Well, how do you say it? No do, spender. No, no, no spender. sorry. D, d, how what's no, what how, what are we doing <laughs> we to not we, spend money in December? We do not spend December. Do, um. <laughs> Uh, we've not come up with December's yet, but are we going? Uh, are, are we are, are we pumping the brakes on December as well? I mean, I, th- I think I think we need to pump the brakes for personal purchases. Mm-hmm. I think we should we should uh, authorize some purchases for some other people in our lives. Sure, perhaps. sure, I, I, that makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I just am kind of like I, I've done such a bad job for the past couple months while you've been doing a great job that like I I kind of feel like I need to actually not spend anything on myself. I did, I did, I did finally bend. It wasn't. It, it's not going to have been a completely you know, a hundred percent all the way, no spender for me. I did. It was more of a, a, of a, you know, no, a little bit of spender. So, uh, and I don't know if this falls completely into the cozy category, but it does look rather cozy. So I will, I, I will let you, uh, let you see a little black Friday pickup that I made. And you might even see a kit pick coming to the, to the Grom soon. Uh, because for the second year in a row, the university of Texas football game played on the day after Thanksgiving was, was cold. It was going to be a little cold weather action. Oh yeah, baby. and I needed some, and I don't have a burn orange outerwear piece. I don't have anything like I don't even have a sweater in the right color. So I got to shout out my guys at Todd, Todd Snyder, uh, especially Ricardo in the Dallas store. Doubt he's listening, but but if he is, <laughs> shouts uh, shouts to Ricardo because I called him up and I was like, hey, I need this boucle chore jacket in the burnt caramel colorway in a size small y'all apparently have one but i need it tomorrow and they worked with me they did found it, it to they, pro- they processed it he let i i know what i what i did was i ended up sending them my own label that i had made my own shipping label and they got it in the mail for me love that so that i so that i had this in time for the ut game and the the fit is is interesting on this thing it's it's much longer and like bigger overall than it looks on this model who must be like six foot four so I do need to see if I can have a little tailoring done to it, especially on the sleeves, because they are just like hanging back past my fingertips, basically. Um, but I was able to fold the cuffs and get away with it for the for the game, and hopefully I can do, do a little surgery to it and make it make it real nice. But it's it's kind of a cozy boy in this boucle uh, wool fabric that's that's super nubby and textural, and um, I'm I'm feeling very good about this about this little Black Friday pickup that I made. You should be you should be feeling good about this. I'm I'm very in favor. It's a little nubby, and I feel like there's something just very cozy about nubby stuff lately. Yeah, I've got my I've got my uh, Casentino wool chore jacket that I which 
maybe it's just like the style, but like, yeah, it's a little, for being a medium, it's very baggy on me, yeah, which is yeah. keeping me from wearing it as much as I want to. Well, it needs to be colder out if I'm being honest. Right. Because what I found with this thing is that like I wore, I wore a long sleeve t-shirt and then like a denim shirt, which had some heft to it. And then that thing on top. Mm -hmm. And when I've been kind of playing around styling it in other ways, like, yeah, you definitely need some thicker layers underneath. Just like throwing it over a t-shirt. It's not going to, it's not going to work. Yeah. It's yeah. like a third layer, not a second layer. It feels like you're wearing your, like your dad's jacket or right, something. Right. Or like your date just gave you their jacket because you got cold. <laughs> so you're just like standing there like freezing. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, before we get into our next cozy topic, let's hear from our friends over at HelloFresh. You can spend your time this month shopping for gifts and sipping cocoa, not stuck in the checkout line. Sign up for HelloFresh and get everything you need to whip up a fresh tasty meal that's delivered directly to your door. Just choose your recipes, select a delivery date, and relax knowing that dinner is on the table. You can make hosting this holiday season a joy rather than a hassle with the help of HelloFresh Market. From their crowd-pleasing charcuterie boards to photo-worthy desserts, it's easy to add these party pleasers to your weekly order, saving you so much time. I never realized it until I moved to a larger city, but shopping at grocery stores around the holidays just makes it absolutely miserable. There's longer lines, there's less stuff on the, the shelves, and it's just not a pleasurable experience. Why not get it all just sent right to you? What if I told you that you could have some Firehouse cheeseburgers delivered right to your place? What about some Yucatan citrus turkey bowls, Barrett? But if we're getting, you know, all of it. if we're getting cozy, what if I told you you could do a zucchini pomodoro bake? Like that sounds pretty nice. That sounds pretty darn nice. That have some melty cheese on it. It does because that's pretty cozy. And I also think you could even uh, just do a little uh, shredded mozzarella on top of there. I, pff, or dude, parmesan. Che cheese Sorry. it up. Yeah, cheese it up. As cheesy as you want it to be. More more mozzarella. Do mozzarella, parmesan. Do both. I don't care. It's just I'm not driving. Go make it happen. Go to hellofresh.com/scariesfree and use code scariesfree. For free breakfast for life, one breakfast item per box with the uh, while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com/scariesfree with code scariesfree. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Well, um, last week uh, or a couple weeks ago, we kind of spent a lot of time talking about a fashion icon, uh, Jacob Elordi. And ever since then, like, you know, I've just been trying to think of like, all right, who's the next fashion icon that we can really like over analyze. And this past week on, on Sunday Scaries, I posted a photo uh, on a Sunday meme dump of a guy named Stratford Gerald. And I didn't realize that Stratford Gerald was going to own this much real estate in my head, but he owns a ton of real estate in my head right now. Are you familiar with Stratford Gerald? Uh, I'm not. I, I I think I saw the meme because he, he, I can tell based on scrolling through in his Instagram right quick that he's a he's a vegetable guy. He's, he's a, a big vegetable guy. He's yeah. harvesting and growing ve vegetables. Well, he specifically likes big veg. So I think he's I think he's you know harvesting these vegetables with the intent of going as big as you can possibly go. Yeah. Right. Which, if you're going to go big, like, you, I mean, if you're going to do veg, you might as well go big. Yeah. He's yeah. got some turnips on here that are just jaw dropping, <laughs> just crazy stuff. But, uh, but no, I'm not an I'm not an avid follower of of my guy Stratford. Well, it kind of looks like it kind of no, I mean, it, it kind of looks like in that uh, that fleece photo that he just picked up like a supreme drop from like it years does, past. It does, and I, you know, look, there's art everywhere. You just have to look for it. And uh, <laughs> I do think that somebody was referencing a cabbage when they made this tie dye print, and it looks. It's uh, it's pretty hard. Did you miss the cabbage drop? 
I miss yeah, I miss the supreme supreme times cabbage well, drop. Out of all like out of all the vegetables, like what fleece silhouette do you like do you want the most? Oh man. Um I mean, now that I've now that these eyes have have seen a, a cabbage fleece, uh, ca- cabbage has has just absolutely zipped to the top of the list, but Can you imagine um, like a watermelon radish on there? Yeah, yeah, you uh, yeah, that would be a more subtle print. I think. It would need to be a lighter fleece because I, yeah. I think just based on the coloration alone, like I couldn't wear that bright of colors to things. But now I've just been going through his stuff and I'm just like in awe at, at the drip of this guy. He's could, doing things that no one else is doing. You could do a green version of the cabbage, and I think you'd be uh, you'd be real close to br- to the interior of a Brussels sprout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I want Brussels sprout no, on my not, person at all no, times, though. It. Like, yeah. it, 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 it has such a smell to it that, like, I feel like just by having it, people might look at you and be like, oh, that guy that smells guy like Brussels sprouts. <laughs> but cabbage has a smell to it, doesn't it? Like, cooked cabbage. Yeah. It I does, don't know. We just always does. told my buddy in high school that he smelled like cabbage. I don't, I'm not really sure how we got there and why we decided on cabbage for what he smelled like. Um, can we go through his workwear vibes real quick? Yeah. Um, I've had you pull up all these photos. Like, I mean, this guy's wearing things that if you saw someone that's a little more current looking, not just like a 75 or 80 year old man wearing it in Mm -hmm. uh, Northern England, like you would think that this guy like just absolutely had it. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, you think this guy has a stylist or this is, he just has it like this. I mean, maybe he's got someone that just gets stuff for him. Like, uh, what do they call those? Like the celebrity pickers who just like go find like the hard to get items for celebs. I uh, don't. I don't. Do they? Did we name? talk about something recently? We talked about like, Gab Waller, who does that. Is that what she does? What yeah. are they called? Is she just a stylist? Yeah, is that yeah just a much. general stylist. Yeah. Like, can you zoom in on our man's uh, hat with the pins on it? I yeah yeah. So this is something I've kind of been like a little into lately. Um, I don't know why. I think I've always liked little like trinkets or little like things, but little like pins, like the enamel pins, it might be a Grateful Dead thing. It might be a Grateful mm-hmm, Dead mm-hmm, thing, mm-hmm. but I really like enamel pins. And uh, I'm a Leon Dorf. Randy, you can ring it for the third time today. <laughs> We're really putting you to work now that you're back. Um, they recently did like a drop of Mets stuff, which I mean, like we can just have the conversation again about how sick it would be to be a Mets fan yeah, and just have like yeah. cool gear all the time. But they put all the enamel pins on the hat in the style or in the uh, lookbook for right. it. And I immediately was like, okay, now I just kind of want like an ornate hat with a bunch of pins on it. And little did I know, <laughs> Stratford Gerald's been doing this for like probably, you know, two decades now. Did you uh, did you or any of your buddies ever in high school, did you ever uh, get like maybe a ball cap and bend the brim real good? And then, I don't know, say like clip clamp down a uh, a used Shinerbach bottle cap to the, to, the, to the brim of it just to like, you know, let everybody know that I've had a beer or two. No, you know, we didn't, I don't think that ever like really hit our friend group in that way. Might've been a Texas thing. Yeah. I think the beer cap was more Texas for me. It was like, I don't know. I really wanted just the Abercrombie hat with like the frayed bill. Mm -hmm, I just mm -hmm, thought that mm -hmm. was like the peak of cool, but I also wasn't willing to, um, so did you ever get a hat like that and then scrape the brim on the concrete to I make did it, it all, all all badass like that? I had a UCLA bar hat yeah, yeah. that I had gotten on spring break one year and I would wear it golfing like every day and it actually started to get really worn in, but it never got the frayed front. Yeah, yeah, and so you, I got really annoyed. And so one day I decided to do that. Yeah. The hat never recovered. No, like it no, just they, looked awful. <laughs> it's gotta be the right hat. And those I think I I think I actually tried with one of those like three bar hats at one point too, and it didn't it didn't go so hot. No, they're not made to they're, get like yeah. especially Distressed. by people like us like yeah. you need yeah. certain tools that are really clean or else you're just going to make your hat look terrible yeah 
Um, there's a photo here where our man uh, Gerald is just absolutely vibing with some cows. It would probably be the last one that up on your tabs here, Barrett. Um, absolutely nobody is doing camo on top of tie-dye, but this is something now that like I kind of want to try. Yeah. This is just two different ends of the spectrum, just meeting and, and creating something new. It's maximalism, you know? It's print clashing. What do you normally wear when you tend to your cattle? Um, I, I, I tend to go with things less, less kind of bright and friv frivolous and in your face, but I, but I respect this guy's, I respect, is his name Stratford or is it Gerald? I think it's, I think it's Gerald and he lives in Stratford. Ah. Um, I think, yeah, I think, uh, old Jerry, I think he probably lives in Stratford upon Avon in England. I don't really know where that is. I know yeah. there's a Stratford in uh, Canada that you can go to. But I'm not really – I'd like – this This guy could just, like, rest on his laurels. He could just be out here wearing, like, barber and those kind of things. He could have, like, Burberry on and stuff like that. Burberry famously – it's kind of going down in terms of interest, mm -hmm. uh, data but make it fashion. But instead, no, he's like, no, I'm going to I'm gonna just get some absolute fits off and call it a day. Like, do you, is there any part of you that thinks you'll ever put on a pair of overalls ever again? Ooh. Uh, I, I No, I don't see overalls unless it's a ski bib. Any time in my life. No, no. I think there's going to be a point where you and I look back on this conversation. We're like, damn, we're wearing overalls right now. <laughs> like, why are the boys wearing pockets that's, on their chest at the bar? That's true. Never, never say never. But it, it kind of had like a little bit of a moment. I think in the last few years, some people were doing overalls. And uh, I, I just I, I can't get the Oshkosh bagosh out of my head. You know what I mean? I had one pair of overalls that I wore all through fourth grade. And it's the only way that way that I would wear jeans because the overalls were like baggy. And so I would just put a sweatshirt over the top of the overalls and just have baggy jeans on. And that's how I got away with wearing jeans, whereas all the other jeans I had were dorky or uncomfortable, so I never wore anything. Does uh, does does little Fritz have, have, have some overalls? He might have like one or two pairs, but I think I avoid putting them in them because it kind of – it just makes it look too like – I don't know. Yeah. Like it's – like I know he's a little kid, but it's too little kid looking. Right. I, right. I kind of like it to look like he's a miniature version of me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Well, I know I know he's no Jacob Elordi, but I think in in some worlds, uh, I think Gerald might be making waves just J like our Jer boy Jay. Old Jerry is an is a style icon in his own right. There's no there's no debate about that. The amount of fans that he has when he got posted on Sunday Scaries, the amount of people that were like, "Oh my God, our man made it! Our man got posted!" It it just it warmed my heart. Jerry or Gerald or Jerry, if we can call you that. <laughs> Uh, we'd love you to come on the podcast. We'd love a, a fit check on the sweater that you have on. That's yeah, uh, yeah, just black and orange. Like it's just a really good sweater. I would love to know where you're getting your your suspenders all from. Your your plum workwear pants. It's just all firing for him. Everything coming up, Gerald. We're gonna pivot a little bit right now. I think Gerald would be into our next topic. Um, I, I'm gonna go to something we haven't done in a while: the aesthetic of the week. I've had several things pop up on my timeline lately, and maybe this is just the algorithm heaving stuff my way, but uh, I, I want to talk to you about something that I've uh, just hesitantly called country mouse core for now. Uh, but this all goes back to something else, which is just uh, Snoopy. Have you been seeing Snoopy literally everywhere yes, lately? Yes, I have. Yes. Do you think yes. this is an uptick in Snoopy interest, or is this because it's the holidays and they've got a Snoopy Thanksgiving and Christmas special? No, I think it's an uptick in, in, in Snoopy interest. Did he just go public domain and people are going crazy? Like, why, why Snoopy right now? It's everywhere. <sighs> I need more time to digest it because I haven't come up with a good answer yet. Um, and but But he does seem... You know how, like, you know, you're calling this country mouse core. You know how Mickey Mouse stuff is kind of always there or under the surface a little bit. Mm -hmm. And, like, 
I don't know, every other year it'll be like, oh, all of a sudden Rag and Bones doing a collaboration with Mickey Mouse. Yeah, and it's like, I can skip all of this. You know, but it's like, but it's always, there, there's some level of interest in Mickey Mouse always. And it's kind of like, like a, it's, it's, it almost has like a cult, cult status, cult icon status. Yeah. Uh, uh, or cult classic status in a way. And I, I feel like maybe some uh, somewhere along the way in the last couple of years, people are like, you know who's kind of cooler and better and a little bit, you know, maybe a little more stylish and maybe a little more just like of the moment than Mickey Mouse is Snoopy. I mean, Snoopy's kind of a vibe. Right, right. Like, he's just chilling. He's um, just hanging, just napping. And, and 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 so, yeah, there's, I definitely feel like there has been an uptick in, in Snoopy content and Snoopy interest and, uh, and, and Snoopy core. Like there's a weird, there's a weird, I don't know. I don't know what the connection is at all. There's a weird Grateful Dead Snoopy connection where a lot of people use Snoopy imagery within like Grateful Dead imagery. And I, I don't know why that exists, but I, now I'm like, okay, did that bleed into the Grateful Dead lately? And I'm just new to the game. Or is this something that's always been around or is Snoopy just so atop everyone's pile right now that you're just seeing it? But like, I now own numerous things that are Snoopy for some reason. It is, is Snoopy like a long time Grateful Dead motif? I don't know if it's long time or not, but there are a lot of vintage tees that have like Snoopy stuff. They also have Calvin and Hobbes stuff and things like that. Yeah. Right. And right. so I think it's always just kind of been one of those things that just kind of gets like, I don't know, just like. I so Calvin and Hobbes is another one. I I feel like I remember Calvin and Hobbes cartoons frequently being posted on the Jound account. Yeah, that makes back, sense. Back in the day, they they I know that they posted the the final uh, Calvin and Hobbes comic is like them going sledding together uh -huh. into a brave new world, and it's yeah. pretty touching stuff. If you ever <laughs> want to look it up and shed a tear, uh, but yeah, like they would post Calvin and Hobbes. I think one of the issues with Calvin and Hobbes is that. I think the guy who drew Cal Bill Watterson, Bill, Wa I think he's still alive. Mm -hmm. And so it's not like public domain. And I don't think he does collaborations anywhere. So all mm -hmm. those, mm -hmm. like, like the, the Calvin, uh, like Randy has Calvin peeing on an Indiana basketball. Uh, he's got one of those stickers on the right, back of his right. car. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's officially licensed gear. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but, but the, but I don't know, I I've been thinking about the Calvin and Hobbes thing. Cause that seems like kind of like a cool thing to kind of reference or like. And I feel like Snoopy is kind of a a more um, he's just like a cuter version of that almost. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I also think it's hitting at the like right it's time. Very, it's very light. It's very it's fun. Snoopy is he's he's fun and he's he's a dog and like I don't know like yeah something about Snoopy is hitting right now and I I have not completely sussed out what it is. I don't think it. I truly don't think it's because of the Thanksgiving and Christmas specials. I. Like, but I don't think those are hurting the matters, but it's just so, it's just so there. Well, so then I was like, okay, what else have I been seeing a lot lately? That's kind of in the same vein. And that's where I came up with country mouse core and I scoured, I absolutely scoured the aesthetic Wiktionary website that I've referenced on here before, where they have all the lists of aesthetics and I couldn't find anything in this vein. So I need to figure out what it is. And so, uh, look, look at this, Will. Look at this! Look at this Snoopy uptick, dude! I'm telling you, I'm telling you. We're at, we're at. A, is this a yearly high right this is, now? This is yeah, yeah, what, yeah, big time. Where are we in the last? Like, can you do like last five years? We're on Google Trends right now. We're looking at uh, we're looking at the the search interest in Snoopy stuff as of late. Yeah, big time, dude! Big uptick. Look yep. at this. Yep. Look at the forecast. Snoopy's the hottest it's, he's been in in in, in over five, five years. years. Yeah, yeah. So that's something's up. Something is up. Well, if you could, if you could click over to this, it's called Cute Vintage Dreams on Instagram. Okay. Cute Vintage Dreams, Randy. I might need your help here because I feel like you might be a good person at uh, figuring out what we can call this. Like, do you remember these books all back in the day? These children's books that just had like 
very cozy, just yeah. cute. Oh, yeah. They're not fairy tale, but it's almost just like I it's just, you know, wild animals as if they are cozy human beings doing things. I am getting served a million different accounts, a million different things that are all just this. Like on Instagram, it's just these kind of cozy children's illustrations from books that I've never read or don't know what they are, whatever it is. And then on Twitter, I've got uh, I've got these accounts that are just getting served to me like crazy too, that are just posting the exact same things. And I don't even know where they're getting all this cozy content from. <laughs> like, this is so much like, I, I almost want to like put this on the back of like a retail therapy t-shirt with just like some, some kind of uh, juxtaposed like... Prada logo or right, something. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I see what you're saying. Do you remember um, way back when, you know, 10 years ago or so, when we could have aesthetics and trends without adding core to no, the end of no, them? No, 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 we, no. You no, you that? have to add core now. Okay, all right. You have to add core. Because I feel like I remember one that uh, that was really popping around the, the time the movie Juno came out that, okay. was, that was called Twee. Do you remember this? When no. things were called, and there was like, like, uh, um, what's her name from New Girl? Zoe Deschanel. Her yeah, music yeah. is very twee. Yep. And uh, you know, if you just want like a straight up definition of it, it's excessively or affection or excessively or affectedly quaint, pretty or sentimental. So and that and that that's a lot of this is reminding me of stuff that that you that you would have called twee a de a decade ago. It's 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 different. It's not as. Uh, I feel like the twee stuff always kind of had like a like like something kind of saccharine about it, you know, where it was like a little overly sweet in a way. Mm -hmm. And this is definitely th this hits on the quaint vibe to me. You know, it's all very like it's all these little animals and they're in a tree and it's tight quarters and it's very cozy. But but I don't get like an like a anything that's overly kind of sentimental or sweet about them. They're just uh, just like Snoopy. They're just it's very cute. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I feel like we're going to see an uptick in like, I, I truly thought that we were going to see the end of cozy stuff for a while because I thought that COVID going in the back, like I thought, you know, with, with everyone going back into the world over the last few years and, and really like relishing being able to be out and do stuff. Like, I just kind of thought the cozy stuff would kind of fall by the wayside, but like, it, it just keeps lingering and lingering and lingering. And now that I'm just absolutely vibing with these, uh, like just childhood drawings that I, I now i just want to have on merch I, I it's just it's a weird headspace to be in yeah it's a cozy headspace to be in it's definitely it's also it's very i think you know you you touched on this a little bit but like, it's very nostalgic for well, our age group too because this is all very reminiscent of a, of a specific kind of you know what else all this is it's very it feels very british or very european yeah. to me and a lot of the books and children's stuff that we had or that we read as kids had this look and feel. But look at this. Like we do this. This little this little field mouse right here, he's just shaving some Hamoni Barico right I, now. I know. I like know. he's probably doing a caviar bump in another photo. <laughs> like I think we need to find some type of I think we need to find a, a, a children's book illustrator who can do stuff in the same vein. I, I, I like think it. We, I, I think like we pay them like to have idea. like little field mice doing caviar bumps yeah, or like yeah. wearing voluminous trousers. Yeah. Like I think we might be able to start taking some stuff. That's like this is a baller spread. He's got rolls over here. Is, are those lobsters? Let's see. What is that? What I can't zoom in any further. Mice can't eat. Maybe lobster. fish. That looks like fish to me. It could somehow. be. It looks like it know. looks like a lobster. Did they take the claw? Did they declaw these lobsters? That looks like lobster. Yeah. That's definitely <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lobster. lobster. Okay. All right. I never knew. I never knew field mice had baller dinner parties like this where they ate uh, hamoni barico and lobster. It's a little little. No, it's a country mouse version of a little surf and turf. It's true. It's true. These these mice are just much more luxurious than I thought they'd be. Yeah. But in the same vein, I think that. Uh, 
you know, if these mice were going to ro- drive anything, they might go with the luxurious uh, Alfa Romeo Tonale. A hundred percent. This thing's all new. You knew that though. This thing's loaded with tech. They got the large touchscreen. They got the safety tech, the automatic emergency braking, which is just good for everybody on the road. But more than anything, what you can know about the Alfa Romeo Tonale is that it's just fun to drive. Alfa Romeo has got that performance that like you don't have performance if you have an or you have performance when you have an F1 team. That's just what we know. If you don't have an F1 team, like are you even performing at this point? They've got it. They got the luxurious Italian exterior and interior design. That's just unique and it stands out. They've also got the plug-in hybrid technology and the freedom to choose between gas or electric, so you never have to worry. You can get 32 miles all electric, 360 miles total range. But if you want to go check out more, go to alfaromeousa.com to learn more about the Alfa Romeo Tonale. Again, that's alfaromeousa.com. All right, Barrett, we got some articles of interest. Let's pull them up. A lot of times during uh, the formation of these episodes, I find random shit that I just like don't really want to talk about for like, yeah, you know, 10 right. minutes at a time, but sure. some stuff that I just want to give a nod to. Uh, uh, I, I, I'm i going to label this my flop of the week. Um, the New York Times, uh, the, I don't know why I put the New York Times right up in here for this. I should have just put a link to the, the watch itself. Hodinkee did a, uh, a online ceramics collaboration for a watch with G-Shock and I don't, one, I don't love it. I wanted to like it. I don't love it. Uh, as someone who likes online ceramics a lot, I was like pretty excited about it. I know John Mayer's a big Hodinkee guy. Mm-hmm. And then I started being like, I don't think anyone likes this watch because I went on and you can still buy it today. And then as I started going through Reddit and some other things, people were just like, man, not into it. Yeah, there there was some di- there was some discourse about this watch in uh in the the Discord as well. And uh it was mostly, you know, most m- mostly kind of trashing it a little bit. I'm going, I'm, I'm zagging here. I I like it. I like this watch. Uh, they, they, this is the second out of three that I think they're doing. The first was Ed Sheeran, which was an abomination. It was this bright yellow, awful looking thing. They have a bright yellow version of this one as well. That is just, I have not seen one photo of it. That's not on the website selling it. I'm like, they definitely don't. That's the Ed Sheeran one. Oh, it's the Ed Sheeran one. Okay. Okay. Uh, and, and I, one of the things that I, I saw people disliked about this was the big online ceramics on the, uh, on the, the, the bracelet at the, as it were the strap. Mm-hmm. That uh, was the biggest complaint I saw on Reddit. And I, I do hear that. I think that this, this might've been a cop if it had not had the big block white letters. Somebody made a great point that when you buckle this all up, depending on your wrist size, a lot of that's going to get covered up mm-hmm. with the, you know, with the, the, the clasps and the holders and the, the strap kind of overlap. And I, I do hear that, but I like the idea of just a, of this kind of like bright green of the moment kind of branded G-Shock. Like I like, and may, maybe I'm, maybe my zag is really more that I, that like you said, I wanted to like this. I really wanted to like this. So I'm, I'm trying, but I, 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 if I hadn't seen a lot of the, you know, a lot of the, the down talk on it, I think I would have been, I think I, I think just on my own accord, I would have been into this watch. Uh, the, the one thing I didn't like about people criticizing it were people being like, why does it say uh, Mushroom House Haunted Wagon on it? And I'm like, because it's online ceramics. Right. Like, they, they, like yeah. why are you questioning <laughs> anything that online ceramics puts on their stuff? It's always weird. It's always off the wall. It's always out there. Like, I, that should not be the, the thing that you're criticizing here because if you ever have gone through their website or owned anything from them, you know that they have things on there that are just random and, like, strange. But, yeah, I think without the the online ceramics, like, 
branding on the strap, I do think it'd be much more wearable. It's also really hard to tell from the photos how green this thing actually is because on the website, it's really green. Mm -hmm. In all the photos of people wearing it, it's a lot more subdued, right. which is a lot more approachable for yep. me. Yeah, but I do think that overall, the you know people have have kind of thought that this was this was a, a bit of a miss. I think if I saw someone wearing this in person, though, I'd be like, "Oh, you got that? Cool." Yeah, like right, I don't think right. I would actually dislike it. I think I think I'm maybe maybe I'm just falling in line with the redditors who are complaining about this stuff rather than just using my brain. It's hard. I still didn't love it. I still like wasn't ready to to do that. Yeah, um, I'm gonna skip the next one because have you actually have you read this column? I've not read it. No. This dropped a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, we're going to have to cover this for retail therapy. <laughs> this is a uh, – the New York Times has their modern love section of their website. This is where a lot of things exist, whether it's just like stories about dating or marriage or whatever. Um, I believe this is also where their, their wedding announcements are posted as well. But they posted something called, her cheese was so good that we had to break up on how small gestures can build relationships and also tear them apart. This couple essentially broke up because her cheese game was just absolutely stupid compared to his. And he tried to bring shitty cheese somewhere where she didn't want shitty cheese. And she was just like, why would you do this? Why would you so, do this? So they're today? running around in cheese making circles? Yes. Is that, that's what's happening? I, I don't really yeah. know. No. So he's just like a run of the mill guy. Just go to the store and get some, you know, Kobe off the shelf and uh -huh, call it a uh -huh. day. And, uh, <laughs> she, she, he apparently got some cheese for a party and she looked at him and said, I said I would handle the cheese. And you never <laughs> want to be on the receiving end of that. But I was like, what a ridiculous like these two people need to if they are if they aren't currently listening to retail therapy, we need at least her to start listening to retail therapy. Mm -hmm. Or maybe this guy, maybe he needs to get his cheese drip up. Would you ever break up with someone because their cheese just wasn't there for you? <laughs> you know, I, I I off the cuff, I obviously want to say no. Like, what a silly reason to break up with somebody, but then you know, who knows if somebody's just like really into to X and they just kind of like put the kibosh on you having anything to do with that, you know, and maybe you had a passing interest. Maybe you 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 once dreamed as a child of becoming like a famous cheesemonger or something. And it's true. And 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 a partner is just kind of like crushing your dreams. That's it's no way to start a relationship. What I've learned is that you don't need a partner in life who shares interests with you, but you need a partner in life who does not poo poo your interests. You just need to make sure that they don't hate your interests, and then I think you're good. Right. Like right. the the amount of music that Sally listens to that I know she doesn't want to listen to, I'm like, you know what? She just knows that it makes me happy to listen to my music and not her music. And she also knows that I already listened to a lot of Taylor Swift, so we can only listen to so much together. Yeah. Speaking of music, though, apparently Gen Zers are paying a lot of money for vintage refurbished iPods. Did you have an iPod? I had a bunch of iPods. Did you yeah, ever have anything yeah. that wasn't an iPod? Like I had a Dell DJ before I had an iPod. Well, the I had one of the very I, what I think was one of the very first MP3 players ever that hold, that held like eight songs, and I don't even remember what it was called, but it was a little black thing that was was honestly awesome. Like it the was, Sony, like was it like a Sony stick? No, thing? it was it, no. I no, the Sony stick was cool, and I had a bunch <laughs> of friends with those. But this was before that. It was from some no name brand. It, it was like it beat the Sony things to the market. Um, there was, there was so much pressure, like when we were in middle school and stuff to have like a dope MP3 player. I remember my buddy got like two iPods for Christmas one year and I couldn't believe it. I just wanted to go to a place and steal one. The first iPod that I had was the one that had the wheel that actually like, no, it was like one of the first ones that had the wheel that turned. Found it. It was a Rio diamond. This was my first, this oh, was my, wow. fir my first MP3 player. 
And then I bet you walked into school with that thing just thinking like, so, I am like a million bucks. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. I was on the traveling speech team. So, uh, you know, obviously we traveled to tournaments, duh. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> I, I don't I, want you to, I don't want you to gloss <laughs> over your traveling speech team experiences as fast as you just did. And, uh, and I, I would bring this little thing and I might have like some bare, na uh, so not, yes, yeah, so I might have some bare naked ladies mm -hmm. on here. Mm -hmm. Um, I might have some, um, who was the one who who did uh, who did we got to do it like we did it on the Discovery Channel? Bloodhound Gang. Bloodhound Gang. Thank Gang. you, thank you, Randy. Yeah, I might have a little. I might have that song in here for a little edge. I might have some Smashing Pumpkins. I remember that that being uh, heavy in the rotation. But um, but yes, yes, I definitely had some MP3 players prior to to owning an iPod. I, this is I, I'm just gonna like show my ass and my age here by being like this is stupid um but it, it but it it does feel like a kind of silly affectation because you know like when at least when we would at least when like our generation like return to vinyl or whatever like that's for a specific audio quality that's for a that's for a tone and and a, an oral like sound that you an, an analog versus digital thing that you cannot get by listening to Spotify on your on on your iPhone, but this is like I make make this make sense to me. What what what? How is this not an affectation? I can't being like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm just listening to some jams on my iPod, even though I could literally do the exact same thing on my the other thing that's in your pocket. So I'll, I'll like like this is so I'm gonna go on a little aside here. Like you mentioned, like the vinyl thing when it comes to like the audio quality, like that's a huge benefit of the vinyl thing. But something that I've started reading more about lately is the idea that like. Because so much exists in a cloud, whether it's TV shows, movies, music, that there's a lot of art that can just disappear in the future that that we don't we'll never have access to again because the rights are owned by Netflix or the rights are owned by NBC or whoever it is. And this art could just go away and not exist anymore. And that's why people are being like, oh, no, I'm going to go out and buy physical copies of the movies that I want. I'm going to buy these on DVD. I'm going to buy these on whatever. I'm going to go buy vinyl records or CDs so that I always have the art that I covet and I like mm -hmm. and I can and no one can ever do anything with that art ever again. I, I like I actually totally understand that even though I don't like I, that's not something that I'm totally concerned with buying a new iPod or an old iPod like you're still just like th this is just all vibe to me and with really no substance attached to it because like you're not even gonna have the tech in the future to even update this thing so maybe if you want to have like a capsule in time of the music you liked or something here, here's what it said from, here's what the article said. Um, this is from Elle magazine. It said, it's not just an accessory anymore. It's an attitude. Wired headphones not only amplify the cool kid tendency to not be influenced by new trends, but also highlights the way Gen Z kids like to merge the past and the present. Think 90s inspired beaded phone charms on iPhone 13s. It's the age of nostalgia where nostalgic elements are combined with futuristic features. It's probably fair. Like there is, there's something that's like, you know what? I would love like something that has all my media on it. That isn't my phone. It isn't that your phone. Isn't going yeah. to distract me because so many times I'll put a song on, I'll exit the app and then I'll go into something else and yeah. not even listen to what I'm listening to. And that feels sure. really stupid. Maybe it would be nice to have something that's constantly plugged into your car with all your media on it. Like yeah, I yeah, could okay. hear that, that case, but 
I'm also an Apple Playboy, and I like doing my uh, stuff that way. So. Maybe, maybe. I mean, the thing is, like, you know, I, hot girl and hot, hot dude walks. That that requires listening to us, and I don't think you can download us and put us on a on an iPod. I know so. we need to. I need to talk to the uh, company in town that just uh, does vinyl, so we can get one single episode or one segment. <laughs> put on a put on a yeah, vinyl. I think yeah, we got to get yeah. the pasta water martini segment. Just put yeah, on, like, or, a vinyl. or can we get like can we get our episodes just like on the Apple Store, just like downloadable, like as a as a track. Yeah, so, and then you can just pop pop then all then all the Gen Zers can pop it on their iPods and, exactly. and walk around with no no distractions, no apps to get in their way of enjoying this podcast as it was meant to be enjoyed. I'm not proud to say it, but if I could guarantee that I could get a really nice refurbished iPod that was like one of the original ones that I had, if I could guarantee that I could get one and I could guarantee that I could seamlessly put music on it quickly with my current computer, I might entertain doing it. <laughs> like I might actually like to have that nostalgia in my life. But like, there's no shot in hell that I would get one of those in the mail and yeah. be able to sync it up with my current computer. Yeah, you'd have to get the cords. The it, it would be, be it'd be some work to to, to retrofit everything. I'd be downgrading iOS yeah. is yeah. try, like OS is trying to do it. I you know now that now that we're now that we're selling ourselves on this, I will say I like the clicky wheel and the clicky buttons. Those were nice. I liked having the even when they took away like the actual physical movement of the wheel, I still liked having the click yeah, on. Right. My buddies would all roast Remember me when, you when could I do, do this it. thing. You, you do your thumb around in a circle, and it would go. Like so that. Yeah, swag. That was, that was satisfying. So, yeah. so swag. Yeah. Our final article of interest is not an article at all. It's just a tweet. I thought this tweet was very true. Um, there was a tweet that was uh, people saying the it was kind of just the the cycle of how men's pants. You go from pants are skinny to pants are baggy, and it's the circle of life. And and this yeah. tweet pointed out that we're right above or we're right about to be where everyone's wearing baggy. That yeah. Right. But then the quote tweet to this I thought was actually extremely <laughs> accurate where it's like, no, no, no. Now we're actually past this and we're actually going to start going skinny again. And this is my fear. Like I have finally started acclimating to wearing pants that are not hugging my legs and I don't want us to be here. Uh, we, we're I, So I, I will disagree with both of these takes and say that where we are is pointing directly down at the pants are baggy. I think so. I think that's that, where we are. That is where that is where we are. We are not close to going back to the to the to the skinny denim days. People like in in fact, I think that. Honestly, the wide pants, the baggy pants thing is kind of just now starting to truly take hold and like trickle into into the mainstream, mm -hmm. you know. And I, I I think that's evidenced by the fact that every time you put on a pair of pants that at one point you thought was like your wide pants, everybody now is putting on those pants and being like, I think these could be looser. Mm -hmm. I think these could be wider. I think these could be a little little roomier. Mm -hmm. Like, why are these hugging my calves like this? My comfortability is even getting like I like I in. When I say comfortability, I don't mean physically. Like my mental, like I, I just feel more comfortable now yeah. wearing some voluminous trousers. Um, and so we're 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 not that pendulum is has not started to swing back yet. I, <laughs> I I promise you. But it is still. It's a funny tweet. Um, it's a good one. And but but it kind of factors into kind of what we led the episode with. Is just people are just they 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 love to be ahead of the curve. They really want to rush to to dead stuff and and prove that they are, you know. Uh, further along than you in the trend cycle. Um, I know we do and in so, and out. So like we, know. we're kind of a part of the problem, but at the same time, uh, like it's not cool to be the person that's so ahead of it that you're telling people you're <laughs> ahead of it. Like if you're ahead of it, just be ahead of just it. Be let ahead people of it. follow yeah. you. Yeah. Let people swagger jack. Yeah. You. But I don't think any like skip, skip skinny ripped jeans are going to be popping up on your explore feed anytime soon. Do so. you have any, uh, I'm not asking for your ins and outs right now, but have you been, uh, have you been accruing any for the end of the year? I, I have not been. No, okay. I haven't been. I, I need to start thinking about that. I just pulled up my list. I have eight ins, wow. of which I can probably take down to about five. You're doing work. Based on what I'm seeing. 
I can definitely take it down to five because I got some I got some normie stuff on here now. Uh, I have zero outs, so I might just be all. The outs in. are always tough. The outs are always tough. You know? Outs are tough because yeah, you don't like. You got to make yourself be a little mean. Yep. Yep. The yeah. ins, yeah, the ins. I'm just gassing up everybody <laughs> right now. It's it's gonna be easy. Shall we do wish list? It's been a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you have the more interesting wish list item today, so I'm gonna let you start. Okay. Well, we, I actually have some news on my wish list item that I got mid podcast. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go against the grain here and not pick any clothing items, and instead I'm gonna pick Jerry Garcia's unopened, unfiltered Camel cigarette pack. Yeah. Uh, I, I posted this on my my Twitter account earlier this week. And I have to say, I, I still want this. I don't know why I want this. I always like the idea of buying historical artifacts that mm-hmm. are not like the historical artifact. It's just like a random part of something. Would you smoke these? Here's the thing. <laughs> I want to say I wouldn't smoke them because it's a historical artifact. There's a 100% chance that if I had these, I would eventually smoke one. Like, I, I almost feel like I'd want to smoke one with like my son or something like, and he turns 18. Like, uh-huh. all right, dude, we're smoking these cigarettes. These were Jerry Garcia. This is so dumb. Uh, when I first posted this, the, it was at about $300 in the bidding. And now it has gone to a timed auction. It hadn't hit its reserve yet. So it was not on a timed auction. It has now hit the reserve and it's up to $500. So the minimum bid's going to be $525 for this pack of cigarettes. I cannot wait to track this for the next 10 days and see where it ends. Yeah. I wish that it would have just sold for like $300. Cause I think that's like a hilarious thing for someone to buy for $300, which you can, you can get over spending something stupid like that on something, you know, historical. You just got to think there's, there are so many dead fans out there. Plenty of them have oodles of money mm-hmm. somebody yep. is somebody is going to drop a, a grand on these because they don't care about a grand exactly ju- just to have these you know sitting up on their mantle in a little glass case or maybe they're wild boys and they're going to get these and they're going to you know they're go- they're going to maybe get a ouija board out and you summon the spirit of jerry garcia you and, you, and you burn one down with him you could you, know? you could I've, I've gotten addicted to this website now they have a ton of different music auctions and stuff i got in because they were doing a bunch of grateful dead stuff but now they, they have like just a ton of other bands and everything, but they're selling really, really cool stuff for a lot of money. Yeah. Like they, these people have a really good, uh, just auction site going with just cool stuff on it. But yeah, so so my uh, my wish list item will be gone in ten days, and I probably will not own it. But I'm just gonna put a pack of cigarettes on here. <laughs> uh, mine definitely more traditional and on brand. Look, it's es- <laughs> it's it's essence sales season, so everything. Uh, you know, kind of on my wish list probably exists on this website. Recently, I've been thinking about like, you know, a- as we do, I- I've been thinking a lot about voluminous trousers and pants and my pants game in general. And it, like, like we mentioned at the top of the pod, it's been colder here mm-hmm. for the last couple of weeks. And like my, like my pants that hold up in cold weather right now, it's either a bunch of jeans that kind of look the same in a very similar light blue wash or two different pairs of these like gap double knee trousers like I'm wearing today. Um, and so I need like, I, I, you know, I'll, and then my other pants that I like to wear are a little bit lighter, you know, they let, what they, were the jeans you had on with your Birkenstocks the other day when you were describing your cozy couch wine fit in front of the fire? They were a pair of Levi's 501s that I cut a raw hem on. They looked great. Yeah. I was very, I was a very big fan of your outfit that day when you dropped off the retail therapy candle at my Thank place. You. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so yeah, so I, I, so what I've got here is this, this, this is a pair of jeans from a brand called Youths in Balaclava, and they're definitely in like a wider, baggier fit. I, maybe I will, maybe I won't order these. Either way, there's a 90% chance they don't fit my ass, but, uh, but I like them. I always appreciate kind of small details, ones that just kind of peek out from places. So I really like the embroidery around the front pockets. Um, they've got an interior zip down on the legs and then the back is like, got this like cinch buckle. Honestly, they're probably too much. They're probably a little, they're probably a little too crazy, 
but it's been a while since I put something, you know, kind of silly on my Fair. wish list. And, and uh, you know, I, look, the, the, these are going to come down in price because people are looking at these being like, I'm not wearing these. And so I'm going to, I'm going to try to snag them for like, you know, 120 bucks and just see what happens, you know? Barrett, if we do the retail therapy holiday party at Howard's this year, where you famously have to wear pants and you're wearing these pants and I'm like four Guinness deep, I'm going to be grabbing that reverse belt loop and dragging you through the restaurant the entire time. Like I, I would be addicted to just grabbing yeah, and being like, you're yeah. coming with me. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, What's know. the cut of these pants? Are these flare or yeah, they just look flare because they have the zippers at the bottom that make them flare? They have a little bit of a flare, I think. Even if you zip that all the way down, you're you're dealing with a little bit of a flare. And I, I, I kind of li- like it. I kind of like it. I can see you wearing these. Yeah. I don't think I could pull these off, but I, I can see you pulling these off. Yeah. But um, but yeah, that's just kind of that's just something kind of on a lark that I threw on there today. Because honestly, I, I there's there's nothing just absolutely burning a hole in my pocket right now that I found interesting enough to uh, to throw on here. Same for me. If the if I had a link, if I had a hard link to the Birkenstock uh, Kith, mm-hmm. I, I'd probably mm-hmm. actually put mm-hmm. those on because I like that's almost a necessity in my life at this point with having two kids at home. Just I need some some shoes to kick around the house. Well, that's all she wrote for this week. Uh, if you haven't uh, done so already by the end of this episode, please go to vellabox.com slash Sundayscaries and grab one of our retail therapy candles. Support the support the show. Do we have any closing thoughts, Barry? I hope, I mean, honestly, I hope they're still available since this will, you know, not, I do too. not I w- drop for, for a few more days here. But, um, but if, if they, they do are still out. available, get one. You're, you, you're going to like this candle. It's a good you, candle. If, you, if we do sell out, I'm sure we'll do another repour of all of them. So if you go to the website and we are sold out, sign up and you'll get an email when one comes back. These things are great. So don't hesitate to uh, give us a shot. I know it's I know it's difficult sometimes to to buy a scented candle that you have no idea what the smell of it is, but based on the uh, feedback I've gotten, yeah. it's been good. Great, Sally, great gift, by the way. Sally I, even I looked at me and said, "Everybody says that about a candle, but it's a great, but it's a great it gift. It really is. You know, people so, say that for a reason." Sally looked at me and she said, "Please, can we burn this right now? This is my favorite. <laughs> this is my favorite one that you guys have done." And I was like, "Okay, we can do that." All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.